everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisterly. We are so excited to have you here for another episode. Rebecca and I are hot off a weekend of fall fun together, which was amazing. It was a super blast. Olivia got to come and visit, and she got to live out her best autumnal life, and we picked apples, and she made a pie, and we looked at some foliage. Which is all I ever time. want. Yeah, it was amazing. My favorite time of year is fall. And living in San Francisco, we don't really get a true fall. I mean, I understand that there are places closer to San Francisco that I could go to experience a fall rather than flying all the way back to Connecticut. But there was also the added perk of being with the family, <laughs> um, which was awesome. We were there for like 72 hours. Um but we filled that time. We really well. did. It was packed. I actually saw a lot of people too. Um, and so many people were like, oh, what are you here for? And I was like, oh, just a visit. And they're like, just a visit. <laughs> There's no event. There's no holiday. I was like, nope. I'm just, just here to hang. Yeah. I do have to say though, after the pandemic, when we went so long without seeing each other, it made me realize how much more I wanted to just be home and yeah. Even just for the weekend. Because I never got that in in college. Like once I left, I left. And it wasn't like, oh, you can just like come home for a weekend and hang out. Or, you know, oh, there's right. a special event like, coming. I can just reason. like, yeah, come for the night or whatever. Yeah. It's like it had to be an occasion. So um, it's nice that the past few months I've just been like, you know what? No, I'm just going to take like three or four days and go. Um and spend the time. And honestly, I really – our family members really only have like two days of free time anyway. So I right, couldn't right. even be there for that much longer. No one's available. <laughs> Everyone's working or in school. But it was so nice to see you in person and get to hang out. And Yeah, it was yeah, I feel like after wonderful. 2020, we have had a, uh, a drought of Olivia time. So it's well, been nice um, to have you more often. I am here to bring the rain. And <laughs> no, it was just so nice. Just like doing fall things, going apple picking, ate some apple cider donuts. Just oh, like yeah. seeing our brothers was so nice. Seeing the puppies. Just like having a meal cooked by our dad. Like just all of that stuff. <laughs> it was so nice. But yeah, we are now nice. once again separated. You would have thought we would have recorded together, but <laughs> there was no there time. Was no time. There was, was no a, it was time. A packed weekend. We were and in our free time. We were making TikToks with our brothers. So <laughs> we, were, we were making them TikTok stars. So. Yeah. Um, and if you want to see my TikToks, they're mainly my cats. But you can go follow <laughs> me at Olivia F Hayes on uh, TikTok. Um, so anywho, we are excited to get into our topic today. Yeah, so we wanted to talk today about um, friendships. More specifically, um, you know, people often talk a lot about loss and grief after the end of a romantic relationship. Um, And there's a lot in it, like in pop culture that talks about that. But I think less often talked about is the loss and disappointment that happens when you lose a friendship or when a friendship comes to an end um, or when you fall out with someone. Um, And it can sort of happen in a number of ways. Um, 
maybe you have like a falling out over something like a specific event or something happens maybe you just kind of grow apart like that's that's pretty common as you get older um sometimes it's like harsher it's like a ghosting situation but with friends um and that's actually happened to me a number of times um so we wanted to get into today a little bit about friendships all the ways you can lose friends (laughs) (laughs) yeah just um losing friends and sort of why that happens, like how that feels, our experience with it, how you sort of get over it or don't. And yeah, so I feel like in my personal experience, the friendships that have ended that sort of stung the most were the ones that ended in sort of like a ghosting type situation. And um, I've had it happen where I guess like most often it's a friend moves or or I move, but it's it's you're now in a different city or a different state and you're not as um, close physically as you once were. And then I've been in the situation where I feel like I put a lot of effort into maintaining my friendship or friendships with people who move away and then they sort of don't put as much effort and slowly fizzle in their communication or in some cases just stop responding altogether and I've had a couple of instances of people who I considered really good friends who sort of moved places and then just you know I would text them or reach out and they just stopped responding after a point and I would still send you know occasional follow-up like happy birthday messages or just like hey I'm thinking of you checking in and you know continue to not get replies from those people and then at some point had to accept like all right that that person does not want to be my friend and I'm not really gaining anything by continuing to reach out to them Um, but I think it's really hard when that starts to happen I know I definitely took that very personally in the past that a person I used to consider close and who I thought considered me close could just sort of stop talking to me altogether without a problem and it made me feel like oh what's what's wrong with me that they were just like yeah you're not even worth maintaining a friendship with yeah and I guess when you like look back on that kind of retrospectively it's like we can only have so many people in our lives right just like logistically right right (laughs) only so many people we have the ability to give our time and energy to And I think that that can get complicated, especially as we get older, because you meet so many more people, especially after college, like you meet hundreds, if not thousands of people and make tons of friends and, and then you leave and it's harder to see them. And so it's almost like you have to, I don't even know if you're consciously doing that, but you almost like make this decision of who you're going to prioritize and who you're not going to prioritize. It becomes an issue of prioritization prioritization is yeah but it's hard when you're not the person prioritized and I mean I don't know what someone's gonna say like sorry like I care about you but I don't have time for you like I don't think that sounds great either I guess the alternative is just ghosting which is also challenging to deal with but it's hard especially when the fate isn't mutual because a lot of times like there are people from high school from college who I still very much care about. I just – and like wish them all the best. I just don't have the time in my life to continuously try to reach out to them or um, 
Or it's like if your friendship isn't like fostered continuously, if you're not in the same place and doing things together, then it becomes just sort of a series of communications, just catching each other up constantly, which is nice if you do have a plan at some point to actually get together and like do things together. But if you're just constantly every few months or twice a year texting another person to be like happy birthday or hope everything's well what are you up to and then you kind of do your back and forth it's not I don't know it's not a super fruitful or deep friendship yeah it's always funny when you get a text from someone and the last message was like it's a happy, happy birthday, birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's it and it's hard because it's like I don't want people to think I don't care about them or like their birthday or whatever but it's like how much does it mean to right. really just say happy just birthday on that day. once a year and never really check in and I think that's one kind of this is kind of an aside but one benefit of social media is that you can kind of keep up with someone and still know what's going on in their lives even though you don't talk to them um which I, th- I think is like a whole other conversation. But it's tough when there's someone who at one point was like a staple figure in your life right. and is now just no longer present. And it's not because anything happened. It's just it was there and now it's gone. Yep. Yeah. And I think you're so right about the prioritization component of it. Because, I mean, I feel it too. Like there – I'm a busy person now. Like I, you know, it's different than when you're in high school and you like see all your friends every day, you know, they're, they're around or even in college and your friends are around you. Um, and as you leave and you're working and maybe you have a romantic relationship, maybe you're trying to make time to see your family. It's just, it's hard to keep up with everyone and you have to sort of whittle down to like, okay, who are the core group of people that I need to stay in contact with? And, it's tough when you feel like you didn't make the cut for someone, but yeah. they might have made it for you or they were uh, important enough to you that you were willing to keep reaching out. And I think in hind, you know, as I get older and I look back on some of these situations, I realize, you know, it's it's really not super personal. It's not like this person decided, you know what? I hate her. Or you know what? She just wasn't like a a nice person or a good friend. And I think I used to take it as I had done something wrong, but I think it really does just come down to, yeah, I only have so much time. And like these three people are my absolute best friends. So I'm going to keep in good contact with them and everyone else, you know, sort of, if I see you, I see you. Yeah. But it still hurts to feel like you're being told you're not a priority. Yeah. You know, like that still hurts. Even and that's a valid feeling, even if there's no like malice behind it. Um, yeah. And then I think on the flip side of that, there are friendships that are lost intentionally, you know, with mm-hmm. with people deciding that this they're friendship <laughs> isn't for them because they're just not into your personality or your relationship and um I do feel like that's happened to me before. Um, which is really hard and hard not to take personally because it is personal. (laughs) So I guess it's fair to take it personally. But I think, you know, not that it was so out there of like, I don't want to be your friend anymore because of this, 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 and this. 
but like a buildup of things that at the end of the day, you just aren't worth it to that other person. And it's hard because that is, you know, someone's opinion of you. Um, I don't think it's always necessary a necessarily a reflection of who you are, but how maybe your interactions with that person have been, um, which might sound contradictory. But what I'm trying to say is that I think it's okay if someone decides that they don't want to be your friend because of their relationship with you, that it's just not their cup of tea, but that doesn't necessarily have to be so devastating for you. Because it feels that way. It feels very upsetting when someone doesn't want to be your friend. And you're just like, wait a minute, what did I do here? Um, And their their reasons might be very valid for them, um, but that doesn't mean that you have to change who you are as a person or you're not a good person. It just might not have been, you know, good chemistry between the friendship. Yeah. And I think that the way a person makes clear to you that they don't want to be your friend anymore is a pretty big reflection on them and not on you. Like maybe it is, you know, you guys aren't compatible anymore or they're thinking that their lives or priorities are going in a different way than yours. But the way that a person ends a friendship, I think in my mind, says a lot about that person and not a whole lot about you. If they you know, if they handle it really poorly, if they make you feel bad about yourself, I think that's really a them problem. And I think too, in some instances, friendships end because at one point someone gets so fed up with another person or they're just like, don't like interacting with them anymore. They don't like how certain situations are handled, but they don't say anything. For like yep. a really long time. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it just it's just like, and builds. let me take out my scroll of all of the ways that you've wronged me. <laughs> my laundry list of your flaws. <laughs> yep. And it's like, oh, okay. I um, wish you would have uh, brought that up in the moment, but all right. right. Like Can't it's fix hard. that. It's been two years. <laughs> right. It's hard to go back and walk through every single mistake yeah. or um, like thing you said wrong or, or and correct that. It's kind of too late. But it's also hard because, you know, I mean, I'm definitely guilty of this, of just like not being great at confront, like confronting someone, but not even confronting someone, but like bringing up my grievances, I guess you could say. But then it builds in your own head. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just, I think that those, I think when friendships end and maybe it's like one person who ends the friendship, I think there's often like two sides to the story, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's it's challenging because I have always been someone who's wanted to make friends. I've, you know, from childhood, I've always been really insecure. Excuse me, everyone. Um, if you just heard a little bounce up, that was uh, Wally joining the studio. Um, but I've always been someone who was kind of insecure about making friends, um, feeling like I didn't have any and, and all that. So when it feels like I'm losing a friend, it's like, oh God, (laughs) what? Like, what am I going to do? But I do think at the end of the day, it's, you, you can move on from it. And I think like you said at the beginning, Becca, there is a, 
a grieving process that kind of has to happen that we don't really talk a lot about um, or really know how to work through. At least I didn't really feel like I knew how to work through it. Yeah. I think when you feel yourself losing a friend and when it feels, especially if it feels one-sided, like it doesn't feel like you're also kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm over this friendship, but it feels like it's just happening to you. It can feel really sad. And I feel like there's almost some, almost shame or embarrassment wrapped up in it, you know, as like, as if it has something to do with your worth or that you didn't do enough or that you weren't the type of person that was cool enough or interesting enough or whatever it was that you think that this friend was looking for. And it can make you be really critical of yourself and maybe put yourself in a lower self-esteem sort of mindset. Um, and I think trying to pull yourself out of that, I think it's important to, you know, feel your feelings about how, how it feels to have lost that friend and maybe then take some time to think about what was that friendship bringing to you? What, what were the things that you liked about that friendship? And do you have that in other friendships or can you get that in other places? And what were the things in that relationship that maybe weren't working for you. And I think what you said earlier about communication is so important because I do think that a lot of the reasons that friendships end are because things build up and one person thinks it's super obvious why there's a problem and the other person has no idea but can tell that things are getting more tense and then can often lead to things getting more passive aggressive or just kind of hostile but without ever confronting what the actual root of that problem is. And I think that a lot of friendships could actually maybe be saved or uh, grow if people were to say in the moment, you know, I'm upset about XYZ thing or I feel like you're doing this lately or when I'm in your company, I feel XYZ way. Um, So I do think that if there's anyone out there who feels like their friendship with someone is maybe on the rocks – but feels like there's still a chance to save it or improve it, I think having a conversation and and maybe you're the person who has no idea what's wrong, but you can tell something's wrong. I think it's okay to say something like, hey, are you okay? Or are we okay? I feel like something's off and I'm not sure what it is. And I'm not sure if I've done something, but your friendship means a lot to me. And if I've done something, you know, please let me know. Yeah, and if they say no, like that's not on you at all. Right. You know, you, like you've given them, them the option. You provided an opportunity. Definitely. And I also think too, like sometimes we're so at least I'm like this a lot, so prone to trying to salvage whatever's left of a friendship or try to make it work or try to kind of like force it to work out. And maybe it isn't meant to be, you know, like how many friends can we really have um, at one time, you know, and we're all going through so many different experiences. Like sometimes you just drift apart or one day you realize that you're just two completely different people and it's hard to, I don't, I don't know, have anything in common anymore. And that's really hard too, um, to just be like, wait a minute, we have all this history of, of being friends. And now it just feels like that's getting wasted or, you know, you're just throwing a friendship away for no reason. But I, I think it actually 
makes a lot of sense why sometimes, you know, we just grow apart. Um, Yeah. There's like that saying, you know, it's like some people come into your life for a season, you know, or a reason or a lifetime or whatever. But I think, I think sometimes it's fine that people are there for a season and, you know, you have great experiences together. Maybe you learn something from each other, but yeah, not everyone can be in your life forever. And I'm definitely a person who values quality friendships over quantity of friendships and care more about that my friendships are, you know, deep and that I really know what's going on with my friends versus just keeping in contact with absolutely everyone just to say that I'm in contact with everyone. Yeah. Well, I remember when I went to like preview day at my college that I went to and I, it was like second semester of uh, freshman year. Um, and I stayed with this girl and she talked a lot about how she like had all of these friends the first half of the year and how now with the second part of the year, they're just like not really friends anymore. And I think at the time I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But then I went to college and I was like, oh, no, I, I see how this is happening because like you were just saying, like those friends are kind of for a reason, right? Like it's like a pack mentality of like I have to stick with someone. Like who am I going to survive these first few months with? And then you find your footing and sometimes you stay friends with those people or you realize, hey, we're like not similar at all. And like our only commonality was that we were both freshmen in a new college and I realize I don't really like you or like we don't really fit as friends, you know? Um, That's so true. And I think it's a very common phenomenon for the beginning of college because mm -hmm. I too – started college and I hung out with like this one group of people for maybe the first like month or two of college and I only talked to maybe one of those people from that group now and by the second semester of college my friend group had completely changed who Mm -hmm. I hung out with and I think in a new situation you kind of just grab the people who are around you and you're changing so much and learning about everyone that sometimes what a person seems like at the you know, when you first meet them is just not really who they are a month later. Um, And I think it's okay to realize, you know what? Nope, this wasn't the right fit and it's fine and it's totally normal. And just because you thought you found a group and realized "Mm, this isn't my scene doesn't mean you won't find your, your like a group of lifelong friends later on. And I remember when our cousin was starting college, I was telling her, I was, you know, because I think everyone who goes to start college um, feels this worry of like, am I going to make friends? How am I going to make friends? You know, how how long will it take me to make friends? And I remember telling her, you know, look at there and you're certainly going to make friends, but also don't be concerned if you realize these aren't my people and you mm-hmm. find new people. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, and we were also talking about this before we recorded and we were talking about how like we've had friends where we do drift apart and then come back mm-hmm. because kind of back to each other yeah because sometimes like you're just in really different places in your life and then all of a sudden you have you know a common interest again um and that's happened to me I feel like mainly with people from high school because college wasn't that long ago for me but um 
where it's like I knew them in high school and then we kind of went on really different paths or maybe we drifted apart in high school and then went to college and now are adults again and like I still follow them on Instagram or something like that and I see something and I'm like wow that's so great and I like DM them or something similar and then we start talking again and it's like oh there's more there now than there was Mm -hmm. you know when we were 18 so I mean I don't think that happens with every friendship I think some friendships are meant to end but I think people can come in and out and that's not always such a bad thing I think for me things feel so final a lot of the time it's kind of like okay this person yes scary or sad yeah like this person didn't want to be in my life or you know they kind of ghosted me like that's it um and that's not always the case. I actually even had friends like that in school where it was like they were kind of mean to me when we were little and then we got older and we became really good friends because just people – I mean, you this grow. is like you just change. children. So it's not like, you know, we're in our 20s and like a 20-year-old is mean to me and then they're like <laughs> – Right. You don't need to tolerate that as an adult, but right. it's fine as a child. <laughs> children change. Yeah. Um, people grow. But yeah, pe- like people are different, you know, um, from year to year or from, you know, every five years or whatever we change and – um, people go through different life experiences and mature. And sometimes a person who maybe just wasn't that good of a friend or was kind of flaky or maybe had their own stuff going on, you can kind of both go your own ways, like live a little bit more life. And then you find each other in each other's circles again. And it's like, oh, the timing works out now. And look at us, we're more mature. And, and now it's actually so nice to think back to all these things we had in common when we were younger and we were friends and now here we are at a different stage in life and we also have something in common. Yeah, and I feel like all of the friendships I've had, even people I'm not currently friends with that I once was, there aren't a lot of like hard feelings or negative feelings on my end. And I think that's because, at least with most friends, you can always remember like some good times or some moments that were really important or they were there for something kind of pivotal. And um, I think that's really important. Even though you might not be friends now, their contribution to your life is still important. Right. It still had an impact. And I think it's okay that it might be a short or long impact. Mm -hmm. But I know for me – oh, sorry. Go ahead, Becca. Oh, no. I I was starting to think about a totally different – like still on topic, but just thinking about the times where I actually think that maybe I wasn't as good of a friend as I could have been. I think I've definitely been there. I think it's kind of naive for anyone to be like, no, I've been a perfect friend always, (laughs) you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, you know, one of the things I pride myself on is being like a really loyal friend and – Yeah. But I know know I've messed up. I think it's important to think about like, all right, when did I kind of let that person down? Or when did I not really act like in tune with my own character, you know, my normal way of being? Or when did I just not really put in as much effort as I should have? Like I remember thinking about sometimes like, you know, I think I'm always a person – I try to be less now, but I who was always looking ahead, like looking forward to the next thing. I was like, I was in high school. I'm looking for college. I'm in college. I'm thinking about what's after college. And – um. I just remember like I had some friends when I left high school who were younger than me and I was going to college and I just sort of really focused on my 
my college situation. And I didn't take a lot of time to reach back out to the people who I had been friends with who were maybe a year or two younger than me who were still in high school. And I saw them a few times after, but I didn't make a ton of effort to reach out to them. And we had been very close. And I really feel like that was on me. You know, I was just sort of in my own world. I was like, all right, I'm at college now. And was just so busy and distracted that I I didn't really put effort into friends who were at home doing the same thing I'd been doing the year before. And it's fine. It's, you know, I, all those people are like still totally fine. And some of them I do sometimes um, talk to, but I can own that, you know, in those relationships, it was really me who didn't make the effort to keep up with them. Yeah. I think for me, like there have been times in my life where I know I have not been my best self for various reasons. And those impacted my friendships. You know, when I wasn't at my best, I wasn't treating the people around me the way that maybe I should have been. And that impacts your friendship long term. You know, like just because I'm going through something doesn't mean I have the right to necessarily not be a great friend. Um, and I've had some instances where friends have called me out being like, hey, like you're being kind of mm-hmm. shitty right now. Yeah. And I've really appreciated that because sometimes it's hard to get out of your own head. And then in some, you know, I didn't I didn't know they felt that way until later on. And, and at that point, it's kind of too late. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone is like perfect in, in this situation. I don't think by any means no. we're like let's talk about the friends who have left us and it's all (laughs) their fault because I'm perfect. Right. Definitely not. Like it's very much a two-way street. Um, But I think that's okay. Like no one's perfect all the time. And sometimes that means that you can't keep the exact same people in your life forever. Um, But I think you always learn from it and then hopefully become a better friend in the next situation. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of – the thoughts that we had on friendships, the ends of friendships, when you feel like you're on the receiving end or maybe also your role in a friendship ending, what you take away from it and that it's totally valid to feel like a loss after that. Um, But that lost friendships aren't a total waste most of the time. You usually learn something Mm -hmm. from it, either about yourself or about communication or how you should be treated. Um, but I think it's a a challenge that you go through throughout life. I don't think it's just a, a childhood thing or a teen thing. It's you sort of gain friends, lose friends throughout life um, and for a number of different ways. But that has been our experience with losing friends and <laughs> such a fun way to summarize it <laughs> yeah just losing friends left and right <laughs> let me clarify we have plenty of friends what? <laughs> don't clarify it like that <laughs> listen i have so many friends I'm they would feel so popular you can't field. even believe it <laughs> no i'm just I'm, I'm just saying don't don't feel concerned for us we do have <laughs> friends people are like yikes these girls <laughs> like do they i don't know <laughs> They're like, the more they talk about it, the more I feel like, no. (laughs) They have none whatsoever. Um, But 
Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Sisterly. We're so glad to have you back. Feel free to listen to any of our previous episodes. If you miss them, we drop new episodes every Tuesday. You can follow us on Instagram at sisterlypod for other fun content. And we'll see you on the next one.